This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Welcome to Paranormal Pets. I'm your host, Brandy Stark. And for this episode, we are doing an investigation at Patties and Friends. We've got the Spirits of St. Petersburg, and we've got Odysseus and Achilles, the Paranormal Pugs, who have already taken off in the store and uh, are taking a look around. So we're actually playing a little bit of catch-up, uh, and then hopefully the rest of the case will go a little bit more as organized. We will actually get going with this investigation right after these messages. Not pumped about cleaning the litter box? Try World's Best Cat Litter Zero Mess, the litter that gives you two times better clumping and more odor control with less litter. That's right. You scoop once and you're done. No chiseling, no scraping, no crumbling, no problem. Looking for fast and easy litter box cleanup? Zero Mess. Try it. You're welcome in advance. Save $2 on World's Best Cat Litter. Visit www.saveonworldsbest.com. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. And welcome back to Paranormal Pets. I'm your host, Brandy Stark, and we're in the middle of a Patty's investigation. We have done our first walkthrough. Uh, as you can hear, uh, the pugs are very excited. And uh, what we're doing right now is we're starting to disclose what data we had, and we're going to start with Sarah. And so, Sarah, I'm going to ask you to start one more time, and let's see what we've got. Okay. So when we walked in, um, I immediately was just drawn up like an upstairs. Uh, I didn't know there was an upstairs, but that's where I felt I was being drawn. Um, once we were up there, I didn't really pick up too much down here. I had some dizziness in a couple of the rooms, but didn't really pick up too much down on the downstairs level. Upstairs, I picked up on a female, maybe in her 30 to 40s. Um, I saw her looking sort of like motherly. Couldn't really tell who she was um, or how she was related. Her hair was up in a bun, um, kind of like just like the early, I don't know what era, that would be the early 20s or so maybe. Um, she was motherly, sort of looked like a maid or like a housewife and I kept picking up on children but it wasn't children's spirits, it was just something tied in with the woman. And then in that front room upstairs I kept getting like a family feeling or I don't know if it had something, if I kind of was getting picked up like on children or children playing, something along those lines. Um, and then in the room with the picture of the woman, I don't know what room we called that, but okay. that was pretty much actually the woman that I saw in the vision that I had. And when we walked up to the picture, the hairs just kind of stood up on my arm, but not in like a negative way, just kind of giving me that assurance that it had something to do with the picture or the at least the woman that I felt had something to do with the picture and I was picking up on a name that started with an A. Okay. I'm not really sure what it was. And that was pretty much majority of what I picked up on. I didn't get too much else. 
All right, Michelle. In the back rooms on the first floor, I picked up on, I heard grunting. Um, I didn't know if it was the floors or if it was the pugs or not. Um, up here on the stairs, over here, right next to the cabinet on the left side, my heart thumped real fast for a moment. As we were walking in that back hallway towards the stairs, uh, didn't really pick up on a lot. I thought I was hearing music, turns out it was radio back there. Mm -hmm. um, when we were upstairs going towards one of the back rooms on the left side, I picked up on a male voice. Okay, so first floor? Uh, up, upstairs. Upstairs. Okay. Upstairs. Um, I picked up on a male voice in one of the back rooms, like on the left side. It was right by the little room that had a bunch of what looked to be like children's clothing. Okay. And when we were all in that room, everybody was standing still. The floor groaned like somebody had stepped there. Okay. Um, and then along the stairs, just like what I told you two ladies, the flickering shadows could have been cars. Okay. Along the left side of the stairs. Let me catch up with you. <laughs> okay. Flickering shadows on the stairs, mm -hmm. but could be cars, could be reflections of cars. Mm -hmm. Okay. On the stairs themselves or in the hallway? On the stairs, like along the wall. Okay. So the wall's in the stairwell? Yeah, the wall's in the stairwell. Okay. Well, uh, trying to watch everybody, uh, my report's nice and simple, but the EMF actually was very steady. Uh, I asked in every room, is anybody here? And it didn't respond at all. Absolutely nothing tonight. Totally quiet. Okay. I know. Kind of, when you were talking about how you had seen something over here, before you had said that, I kind of felt like there was something kind of drawn to you or around you so I don't know if it follows you or if it's just here but I feel like it's Everywhere it likes you yeah <laughs> whatever whatever yeah. it is that you're seeing over there it likes you yeah. so I don't know mm -hmm. what it is but but I didn't sense that at all going through here yeah. when I first walked in here it was like a familiar place as if I had been here before which my very first time in here so all right yeah. we, we we definitely have had more action since I started with you here. I mean, the, the prior manager had stuff happen, but I think it happens more often. When is like the most, like the peak times? Are we allowed to ask that? <laughs> or like, yeah, when is the peak times of really when happens. stuff happens? It, is it like when you're here by yourself more, or when there's people here? Um, it's both? happened both, but I mean, most of the really obvious stuff, um, you know, where I can, where I've heard or seen things, most of the time have been when I've been by myself. Mm -hmm. um, but recently I had an experience where one of my dealers was sitting up here and we were talking and I saw the corner of my eye and I just kind of ignored it because I have had a migraine for like six days so mm -hmm. I thought I was having an aura mm -hmm. thing and then she says, oh my god, oh my god, did you see that? The white thing that just walked by. Oh, wow. And that was what I had seen too. So, so she was sitting there and I was sitting here and it was over here. Mm. And, so yeah, she had never, and yeah, and she vision. had never wow. had an experience here. She's been a dealer here for a while. Oh, and goodness. then yeah, and then she told me that like a couple like a day or so later when she was here, she went upstairs to because she has stuff in different places. So she mm -hmm. went upstairs to check if something was up there and she said that she felt 
um, like somebody was watching or following her when hmm. she was up there. Okay. So, which again, she's never had those kind of experiences here. Yeah. So, it was. <laughs> it must be strong for someone who's never had that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. She was a little shocked. I mean, she, I, she's you know heard me tell stories yeah. and stuff of things that <laughs> happen here, but mm -hmm. she had never seen it or hmm. felt it. So yeah, yeah, it was kind of weird. <laughs> well, I know. Um, do you guys think that the pugs are putting them off? I don't know. I felt like maybe, but I don't couldn't really tell, to be honest. I mean, they are odd little critters. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when when we were up in that room, and you and you had asked um, if the pugs, if the spirits didn't like the pugs, I felt a little bit of an agitation. Like I started like doing this number with my pencil. Okay. So, like I'm not sure if that was them. I kind of felt like there were maybe staying away because of the dogs but not really that they're like agitated yeah. or not yeah wasn't like so maybe much they like knew it. that they were gonna sense them yeah you know? it wasn't so much like an ag agitation maybe it was ag agitation maybe a little bit of nerves mm -hmm. you know, like a yeah. nervous energy mm -hmm. of sorts because like i'll do i'll start messing with, with doing this mm -hmm. when i'm nervous or um i'm trying to like gather my thoughts or something like that okay and they finally cooled off they're only <laughs> um unusual thing that I saw from them was the stairwell. Now they don't have stairs, they don't deal with stairs. And I do know that when we done the suntan, they refused to go up the stairs. I had to carry them. But actually we went to an elevator. They had an elevator. They didn't like the elevator either. It turns out but that that's too bad. So I did carry them both up the stairs. Um, Odysseus I think would have come down if he could have figured it out. But Achilles did not was not having mm -hmm. any part. And even when I carried him down, and this is unusual he was for him, pressed up against yeah. you. Mm -hmm. I mean, like he, was, he was trying to. Yeah, that's what yeah. he looked like. Well, doing yeah. this, exactly and I'm like, what, what the he heck, like. man? Yeah. I mean, it was a slow decline. You know, it's yeah. not like we were running. Right. Yeah. So was, I'm, I'm not sure why, because they've, I've carried him downstairs before, and they're not thrilled that they've never tensed up like yeah. that. We've had, you know, a few things happen on the stairwells that here and there. So I mean, it may be there may be a lot of. They may spend a lot of time up and down those steps or something. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. Let me catch up and type this down. With the pugs <laughs> was the stairs, which Achilles in particular looks so relaxed. Did not want to go down. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah they both kind of settled. You. After we finished the first walkthrough, they really kind of settled down quite a bit. I mean, this is more of what I was expecting you. with them. I thought it was very unusual that when we first got in here, they kind of took off and wanted to explore, which is not always what they do either. I mean, that was odd. Mm -hmm. And that they went to the left. So, mm -hmm. and yet here we are, and now they're pretty content to just sit down. I mean, I'm not on their leashes or holding them down. They're, mm -hmm. They found the fan. <laughs> yeah, they found the fan. Like, I'm just going to hang out over here where it's cool. <laughs> so, I mean, that's kind of unusual. Okay. So, what areas do you guys want to try and recheck? Is that the only place where you've seen them? I didn't pick up too much over there, but I think if she's seen something over there, maybe we should look over there. We can always see if uh, if the pugs will stay here, what might happen without them. We can right. always try a secondary walkthrough mm -hmm. and see if that makes a difference. Yeah, yeah. You want to try it? Yeah, sure. I can do that. Okay. Um, I'm going to pause this for just a second. I'm recording this. We're doing our second walkthrough without the pugs. Did you bring your recorder? Yes, ma'am, I did. Let's go ahead and, and see if the Tinkerer will cooperate with us. Sir, hopefully you remember us. 76.8. I'm telling you. And it's staying at 76.8. Oh, and now it's 77.1. My hand is not moving, correct? Mm -hmm. No. So, sir, you're one of my favorites here. May I tell you that? Is he moving off? 
a little bit. Yeah. 76.8, 76.6. .6. Are you condensing your energy force a little bit? 76.6. .6. If this is you, can you drop the temperature just a little further, please? 76.4, 76.2, 76.8. Went back up. Do you feel a breeze? Is there anything on at I this point? I keep feeling like he wants you to keep asking questions. I don't okay. know why, but that's what I keep feeling. Can you guide us to what questions you want? Did you live 76.4? Okay. Did you live here at one point? Did you live in this building? That was my phone. Okay. I was like, he's a duck now. Sorry, <laughs> sir. Modern technology. All right, this is holding steady at 76.4. It has dropped almost an entire degree since we've been in here. Did you live in this building? Are you the one that Sherry saw with the dealer, with the other dealer? Ooh, that would be a backfire outside. Goodness. <laughs> that was, that was scary. That was very, very odd timing. <laughs> Can you tell us, are you the one that Sherry saw? Are you the white image that she saw back here? It's going back up, 76.8. I don't feel like he was. I know it sounds weird, but I don't feel like the white image she saw was him. Human. Not human. Okay. Do you know who that white image was? Is it another entity here? 76.4. 76.2. Now, you all know that this should not be getting colder, right? Mm -hmm. The AC is definitely off. This is an interior wall. So I will note there is AC down there. However, it's not strong enough. To it's not. There's no yeah, there's no. Yeah, there's no current in here. Okay. And I'm consistently pointing it to the far wall. Yeah, you yeah. haven't moved it at all. So you know who that other one is, the white entity that went through here? Do you like having all of this attention from three eligible ladies? Well, one has, you have a boyfriend, right? Yes, right. sadly. <laughs> Two eligible ladies. <laughs> Sorry about that, sir. Do you still touch people when they come back here? Do you brush their hair, touch their skin? Are you still tinkering? Are you still working on things back here? 76.4, it's been dropping to 76.2. It's going up and down a little bit. Is he getting tired? 76.6, are, are you getting tired at this point? Am I not asking you the right questions? 76.4, 77.5, 76.6. Can you drop the temperature again, please? Can you make it cooler? Let us know that you're still here. 76.1, 75.4. You're still here with us. What was that? that? Okay, I was shifting. I apologize. No, you're fine. Don't apologize. I'm just like, now that would be cool if he's tapping for us. That would be. Can you let us know that you're here? Is there something else that you can do other than the temperature to let us know that you're present? Can you communicate with either of these two ladies and just give an impression? Tap me. <laughs> She's got blonde hair. <laughs> Do you uh, move objects in the store? 76.2. How do you feel about the pugs that were here? That was Achilles and Odysseus. Did you like them? Did you dislike them? 76.6. I think he feels like neutral about it. Mm-hmm. It's like he didn't, he didn't really mind either way. Yeah. Well, that's what I just got too, is either way. Right when you said that, that's what I heard. Okay. What information do you want to tell us about yourself? What year did you live here? What's the last year that you remember? <laughs> Sorry. All right, we'll try that again. Sorry, sir. What's the last year that you remember? Is it in the 1920s? Oh, 
And on that note, we are going to pause here for some commercial messages. We will be right back with the Paranormal Pugs at Patty's and Friends. Now, time for something really scary. A word from our sponsors. Paranormal pets will reappear before you can say Bigfoot. Don't run away. Well, she's sitting curled up on my lap as we speak. <laughs> Beautiful Bella's my long-haired Dotson. She was thrown out of a pickup truck going 30 miles an hour, and she disappeared into the woods with the wild animals, uh, boars and coyotes. About four weeks later, she just appeared, and she was a mess. Her fur was matted. She scratched almost nonstop. My friend suggested that I order this stuff called Dinovite. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 859-428-1000. She gobbles it up. She has been itch-free ever since, and her fur is gorgeous. Anyone out there who has a rescue dog, start them on a Dinovite diet for at least a 90-day period. They bond better with the people who take good care of them. They are going to be your buddy for a very, very long time. 859-428-1000. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com Did you hear that? Our commercials have mysteriously disappeared. Paranormal Pets is back with our haunted host, our ghost host, Brandy Stark. And welcome back. While that commercial message may have seemed fairly short for you, it's been a couple of days for me, as you can probably hear from the sound quality change here at home. But we are here post-review of materials, and so I thought rather than make you listen to an hour of 30 minutes of recording, that we might just condense this a little bit. So... As we were discussing prior to the commercial break, uh, the group had come together with the manager and the pugs, and we were talking about what we found. And the general consensus was that while the entities did not mind the pugs, they just didn't know what to do with them, and that they, the pugs, unfortunately, were a bit more disruptive this time. Now, this is unusual because in prior cases, or at least with the Suntan Art Center, uh, we had an entity that continuously ran away from us until we brought the pugs in. And it was something that actually stopped the entity enough to communicate with us, which was pretty neat. Well, this time through, unfortunately, the entities that Patty's and friends thought they were interesting, but, you know, what do you do? Now, do remember, and I will make this caveat every time I do a Paranormal Pugs episode, but when the pugs come, it does mean that, one, I have been to the location multiple times. Two, there is nothing harmful there, either physically or on the spiritual level, because... I'm not putting my pugs through that. 
Three, I have permission to bring them. Four, I have checked on the location again. I did ask the manager if any animals were ever harmed on the property or how animals responded. And she said they were pet friendly and animals did just fine. And the pugs were great. They had a great time. And of course, the other caveat is that it's always Odysseus and Achilles who are at this time the current paranormal pugs. I will probably have to start doing uh, the next generation and training. Both Odysseus and Achilles are now 11, or will be 11, 11 going on 12, or I believe that's right. Jeez, I think they're going to be 12 in November. So we're, we're getting up there. But these products have been on multiple case investigations, and I do know that they work better together as a set. They goof off and they're cute, and, you know, one's a cutesy-cutesy, the other's a posy-cutesy when he wants to be. And it's pretty funny. I mean, they're very entertaining and they do put people at ease. But when they both stop and they both look at something in unison, that's where you got to pay some attention. So again, those are all the caveats that I didn't have time to explain in the first half of the episode that I want to make sure everybody understands on this half. Plus, I do not let the pugs or I don't force the pugs to go anywhere they really don't want to go. I did carry them up the stairs. Achilles did not like coming down the stairs, but there are no stairs here. They did not grow up with them. Uh, They did not like the stairs of the Sun Chan either. And uh, they're short. I mean, they're short, round little guys. So I guess stairs are a bit more of a challenge. So other than that, we opted to go through patties without the pugs the second time. We did ask Sherry, the manager, if she would stay with them in the lobby, and she did opt to do that. Now, in order to understand how patties is laid out, it is actually, uh, number one, one of the oldest antique malls in the state of Florida. In fact, I believe it is the oldest antique mall in Florida. And the owner actually started it with two antique buildings. So in St. Petersburg, St. Pete was nothing in the 1800s, and it was nothing really until after World War II. But what ended up happening is there was a small building boom from 1905 to 1915. Uh, We're preparing for the train. There's more people in this area. There's some fluctuation with the orange growers coming to this area because it was said that St. Pete doesn't freeze, right? It doesn't have frost. It's a peninsula on a peninsula. So... Because of this, they started to build up the downtown area. Now, remember that prior to what we have today, downtown in the 1900s was five blocks. There was nothing. I mean, I think there were something like 11 buildings or something like that, if that. So when the building boom began, St. Pete was actually designed that there are two corridors that run through this area. One is called the 4th Street Corridor, and it is built for businesses. The other is what is called the 9th Street Corridor, and it was built for residences and family businesses. So you have these two corridors, and it's the 9th Street Corridor that we're talking about at this time. Patties and Friends was initially two sets of apartment buildings. One apartment was an economy set of apartments, which is the smaller building. The larger building actually had multiple roomed apartments with sun porches or sunrooms. I believe the larger building was actually a quadplex, uh, whereas the smaller, I think, only had two. Uh, It was a a duplex or two, I think it was a duplex, yeah. So when the owner bought the two buildings, when the original Patty bought the building, she actually enclosed the area in between them. There was a small courtyard between these two buildings that she enclosed and turned into the lobby front counter area. That is where Sherry and the Pugs were waiting. So we started doing uh, our second walkthrough, 
And we went back to the tinkerer. And, uh, the tinkerer is on the, when you're facing the building, he's on the right-hand side. He's in the smaller of the buildings. And we call him the tinkerer because he likes to tinker. He is usually seen as an older man wearing like coveralls or like a mechanic's uniform. And there are some antique items that he loves to look at. And the tinkerer is not much of one for manifesting with EVP or electronic voice phenomena. He doesn't do anything with EMF or electronic magnetic, electromagnetic fields. There we go. But he does play with temperature and he is so cool for that reason. And he is like totally one of my favorites. He is adorable. So the first time we were there, he actually dropped the temperature on request. Uh, people sensed him there, but he wasn't, he wasn't manifesting with EMF. We weren't getting EVPs, but he does communicate with sensitives. But I finally said, can you show us that you're here? Will you please drop the temperature? The thermometer that I have actually sends out a light so that you know what you're aiming the thermometer at. And uh, I aimed it for a wall where the sensitive said he's over there. And so I aimed it for that area. And sure enough, we actually dropped four degrees upon request uh, over a period of about 10 minutes. So, you know, if you're present, can you please drop the temperature? And he dropped it about 0.2 degrees. All right, if you're still present, can you drop the temperature further? And he would. And I actually had witnesses who watched the beam to make sure that it didn't move, that I wasn't hitting anything else, that nothing was getting in the way. So it was really neat. Uh, remember that there is no AC down there that is interfering. I checked again. Uh, my team checked again, and there actually there's several recorded verifications on the hour and a half recording that I have. And so the tinker shows up. Uh, we did actually have a temperature fluctuation from uh, 77 degrees down to 75, which is pretty good. And oddly enough, this time there were two heat spikes. Uh, I mean, for a second, it would go up to from 75 to 77.5 and then back down. So I'm not really sure what to make of that yet. But at the very end of our session where we're communicating and, you know, he's dropping the temperature and he really, he doesn't have anything new to add, but he's at least dropping the temperature for us. All of a sudden the pugs come in. And so I asked Sherry, you know, how it was going and what happened because she came in with them. And this is what she had to say. Maybe they were getting a little anxious. I'm not sure. But we were in there for quite some time before they came bolting in. I, I would say it was probably a good 20, 25-minute session. So we then opted to go upstairs. The second area of activity was in the larger building, the second floor of the building, where a female character that we usually call the seamstress is. The seamstress is attracted to clothing. She likes jewelry, but she complains that her hands hurt. So sensitives have picked up like arthritic hands or inability to move her hands because of this detailed work. 
And they picked up that she was domestic, she was a maid, she did seamstress work. So we ended up calling her the seamstress. And what I loved about this particular investigation is that she's a very weak entity for the most part, but uh, a couple of things happened. When we first got upstairs, I kept smelling this very odd perfume smell. And it turns out at the end of the investigation, when we told the manager, she's like, oh yeah, I didn't tell you all this, but uh, one of the new manifestations is that people keep smelling perfume upstairs. I'm like, yay, go us. But uh, we got upstairs and almost as soon as we got up the stairwell and we were moving towards the left-hand side of this area, um, I actually stopped the other two and I'm like, who's wearing perfume? And if you don't know this about paranormal investigation, it can be a little awkward because uh, it meant that uh, we all had to smell wrists and hair to make sure there was nothing there. There really wasn't. There's no aroma. I mean, you try to make sure that you go in without any aroma-inducing items on. So the perfume was actually a fairly earthy smell, but it had a little bit of sweetness to it. But it was not the Avon perfume, which honest to... Betsy. I don't know what it is about the ghosts in this area, but the female ghosts love the Avon perfume and it is so sweet and oh my heavens. So it wasn't that. It was really cool. As we moved into the room a little bit further, we actually, it's right in the EVP section. I was talking to them and almost, all of a sudden I kind of stopped and looked over the shoulder of one of them and she said, what? And I said, I heard a conversation. I heard somebody muttering. And it's caught on the recording where I say, maybe Sherry took the pugs to the base of the stairwell. My thinking was that they maybe were getting a little agitated that I wasn't there and that they had come to the base of the stairwell to check things out. And she was telling them she's upstairs. So we kind of, you know, let it go. I, I didn't see anyone. We didn't really pursue it any further. But the muttering stopped. You know, there, it was very brief. Uh, another person did pick it up, which I thought was interesting. And I'll play that towards the end. But we actually got two EVPs from the seamstress, which is a first. It's a first. I was so excited. So the first one, one of the sensitives kept picking up a child's energy. And so she wanted to know about the first time a child was sensed, which was in 2014. There was nothing after 2014. It's a one-time deal. So I was explaining that one person said that she heard a music box and felt a child's energy in the room, which you'll actually hear on the recording. Pay attention where there's a little bit of a pause where I take a breath or there's a comma, an implied pause, whatever happens when you speak. And listen very carefully for something that sounds like, mm-hmm. I'm going to play this a couple of times to make sure that you can hear it. But here we go. That somebody swore they heard playing. Nobody heard one, one sensitive. So if you heard that, I say somebody swore they heard playing, and then there's a little pause, and you hear mm-hmm in the background, and then I continue on. I'll play it one more time. That somebody swore they heard playing. Nobody heard one, one sensitive. So that was fun. The second time, we actually are doing a full EVP session. So again, with an EVP, you ask questions and you pause to allow an entity to answer. And if you listen very carefully, I was thrilled with this. I actually said, is this the seamstress? And if you listen very carefully, you will hear... Yeah. The seamstress. It's very soft. Her energy was very weak. I'm going to play it one more time. The seamstress. So there we go. So we had that phenomena. We went downstairs, and as we're going through, we're doing the, the bottom area, and I did ask that we check one area where years before we had gotten a really good EVP. And so this actually happened, and I'm going to tie this to the last little section that I play after this. So this is a little manifestation of an individual who popped in right at this time. 
They don't. They just might not want to chat with us. I mean, the tinkerer was pretty cool, but he always is. What happened? What's he look like? They kind of picked up this male energy. Now, we do know that a couple of the entities moved through the store. There is a third one there that is oftentimes seen with the cigar. So there's a little confusion as to who it might have been. But we actually uh, asked Sherry at the very end how the pugs were, and we actually asked if she had gone to the stairwell. And so here's her answer. She was talking to the pug. She gave us a little sample there towards the end, but it's hard, again, to describe this without seeing it. But in order to get to the stairwell from the lobby, you have to go up into a small room, two larger rooms, and cross through a, a sun, like a, what, a former sun porch, essentially. So it's not even close. And then you go upstairs, and you really cannot hear anything downstairs. I've been through that store several times, and it's, it's pretty hard to hear. So they actually have an intercom in order to call the front counter from the second floor. So, I mean, it was really a very exciting case. But it looks like we are running out of time, so let me do this for you. If you are in this area on Friday the 13th, that would be Friday, October the 13th, 2017, Patties and Friends and the Spirits of St. Petersburg are doing a tour. It is free and open to the public. Uh, the doors open at 6 and close at 9. We are doing sign-ups for these tours, and the tours are half an hour starting at 6.30, 7.30, and 8.30. So people can come and look through the store and then take a tour. The tour is entirely inside the building, but we'll tell you what we got, where, when, and play some of these things for you in person, as well as answer questions. 
The Spirits of St. Petersburg is actually also celebrating its 20th anniversary, 1997 to 2017. I am an old woman now, but, you know, we're trying to open it up and bring the community in. So, if you do happen to come, I am also going to tell you that we have booklets for sale. Uh, you can actually find these booklets on Amazon.com. You can get them for the Kindle version. You can get a hard copy. They are listed on our website. Uh, they are called, gosh, what did I call it? Patties and Friends Spectral Encounters, I believe. Ghostly Encounters, excuse me. Ghostly Encounters, Patties and Friends. Please get one because that's how we're supporting our LLC and our website. Uh, we're an entirely voluntary group. We don't charge anybody. We don't get paid by anybody, but there are some slight expenses to maintaining an LLC status and to maintaining the website. But uh, come on out, meet with us. We'd love to talk to you. Maybe the paranormal pubs will be there. I kind of doubt it. <laughs> they, they were exhausted after that last case. I think I was too. But anyway, if you have any questions or comments, or if you'd like to see more about the case, please go to the Spirits of St. Petersburg website, www.spiritsofstpetersburg.com and click on current cases uh, scroll down towards the bottom and you will see the most recent patties and friends as well as our last um, investigation and event listed on that page as well the evps are also up there for you to listen to you can see the full report and some of the images that we took in the meantime i am also going to encourage you to please adopt 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 there are many pets out there who are in need of a home uh, i am sorry to report that i have uh, i have had a pug death in the family uh, my eldest pug chin who i got through pug rescue in uh, it was 11 years ago passed away at 15 and a half this summer and um, the house is quieter it's just quieter without him. I miss him. But uh, I have a puggle named Penelope that uh, I adopted. And of course, I have the rest of my grumble here. So with that, I'm going to wish you happy hauntings and pray that my producer can make something of this. Take it easy and we'll catch you next time. Pet Life Radio presents Paranormal Pets but you can always expect the unexpected. Each week we'll discuss all aspects of weird or spiritual animal encounters, ghosts, totems, psychic animals, animal souls, animal angels, and animals in religion with a little cryptozoology thrown in. Step into the supernatural world of pets every week on demand only on PetLifeRadio.com.